Welcome to What Up and Throttle Podcast. We're up to episode number nine. You're here with Mark and Jake. Jake's on the phone again. I certainly am. Certainly Welcome are. back, everybody. Still under lockdown. Still under lock and key in a five-kilometre radius. But they've released. They've relaxed it a little bit. We've now got no curfew. We can go out any time during the night to run. <laughs> yeah, to run, um, get a McFlurry or uh, for a medical emergency. Can you go get a McFlurry after? I know they stopped people going in at one point, didn't they? Uh, they said you couldn't go into McDonald's after a certain time. Yeah, after curfew, but now there's no curfew, so, so there shouldn't be McDonald's a, is back open again. Well, you can't go in there. <laughs> you, can't, you can't dine at the family restaurant that is McDonald's. You have to uh, go drive through or uh, Uber eat. Uber McFlurry, $25 for one McFlurry. You need a loan. <laughs> uh, you would need a loan. Um, episode number nine, we're, we're flying nine, for them. Yeah. We're doing well. It's coming along well. All in, pretty much all in lockdown, really. Well, we had one episode, the very first one, where we were together, and then we went into lockdown. Um, That's right. Yeah. Well, the podcast is going really well. In the last week, get this, in the last week, we've tripled our listeners just in one week off the back of the last podcast. So we have listeners with three years or there's more listeners? No, they've all got three years. (laughs) That's fine. Unheard of. That's good. That's great. No, it's really going well. Like the feedback's been good. You got some. We got some uh, five star ratings, which I thought was good. Um, That's good. And we've moved up the um, the chart of automotive podcasts. Is that right? Yeah, we are. We're, we're charting at number thirty one for automotive in Australia um, on Chartable. So it uses Apple Podcast um, and it uses the top two hundred. And we've come in at number thirty one. Now we go up and down every day. Um, of course. Yeah, you know, we drop off there sometimes completely out of the top 200. <laughs> but, yep. um, yeah. yeah, in the last day we went up to um, number 31. That's good. Yeah, I thought that's pretty cool. Like, I mean, we got to think in the last week our views or our listeners, they tripled, um, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it, if it was a subject, if it was a title. It was a bit of a clickbait title. But, um, hmm. yeah, it really sort of picked up last week. That's good. Well, we've uh, stepped up the Instagram as well, a lot more pictures and their interaction with people on there. So it could be a combination of a few different pieces. Maybe you're getting some regular listeners, which would be great. We've definitely got some regular listeners. You can see who's following you on Spotify and Apple, and uh, I can oh, okay. definitely see we've got some regular listeners. The re- regular listeners, they're eating their fibre. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Good for them. Um, oh, so, and, uh, and I forgot to say, it was International Podcast Day on, what, the 29th of September. So what would that be, Monday? Monday? Oh, okay. I didn't know what day it is. It's in lockdown. A few days ago. So it was Tuesday, in fact. (laughs) There we go. So International Podcast Day was on Tuesday. Um, Not that we can celebrate it. I know. What do you do for International Podcast Day? I don't know. It seems strange. It seems like there's an international everything day at the moment. We should have been recording on uh, Tuesday too. But what day is it today? It's Thursday. It's Thursday, yes. It's going to be a late night for me. I'm going to stay up and do the, uh, the editing after. We'll try not to make too many uh, mistakes. Oh, I've already made plenty today. <laughs> <laughs> we started off really bad. <laughs> <laughs> the intro. You, you forgot what planet you were on. That's right, mate. It was I was all over the place. Um, so what did you get up to over the last week? You've been up to much? Not a lot. I had a, a click and collect uh, delivery for a new vehicle. So I went in and uh, arranged that delivery. So that was good to get out of the house. I'm going to also use the facility there to uh, give my car a nice clean. So I probably spent more time doing that than the, than the work-related stuff, but that was good to get away. And um, apart from that, just hanging out with the with the little one. And that's always good. You've got the time to spend with your little one now. So, yeah, exactly. so you want to be up yeah. there, Ron. You know, he's been riding his bike, hasn't he? He has, yeah. He's been learning without the training wheel. So 
He's getting really good at that now. And go nice and, and uh, fast. The video you showed me the other day, he was flying around that car park. He's flying around. He just got on and, and one speed for him is, is flat out. So I think you should put a helmet on him, though. I really do think, you know, as a parent, you should be... He had a helmet. He would have had a helmet on. <laughs> he did. I was joking. <laughs> I was going to say, his wife will kill me if he didn't have a helmet on. <laughs> uh, you never know. You come off from the bitumen. No, it did hurt. Yeah, he's got a fair few bruises, actually, because he, he hasn't worked out how to um, uh, dismount the bike properly yet. So when he stops, it kind of just falls over. But, uh, no, you got to ghost it. you got to jump off. And let it go. <laughs> so we used to do it as kids. <laughs> the ghost. It was already two rips in the bike seat already from where it's um, it hit the ground. It's a pretty. It's only about two months old. That bike. So he's already torn it apart. Look after it. Yeah. <laughs> so what were you saying? He's got two speeds or something? No, he's only got one speed flat out. <laughs> yeah, he always wants to win, 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 win. Get in front. He's competitive. I know someone like that. You're a bit like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm a bit like that. <laughs> You can't be told. He's very stubborn. Do it this way. Do it that way. No, no, I do it. I do it. Look her up. Who's he get that from? Because you're not too. You're not too uh, controlling. Who's he get that from? No, no. Uh, could be a bit of both sides. So. A bit of both. A bit of both sides. Yeah. You can't be told. Is it all right? You do it your way, and if it doesn't work out, you'll uh, try again. So yeah, it's good. been a bit of fun. Do you want to kick off any subject? I'm going to um, take off where we were last week with the uh, Toyota Yaris. GR, uh, so it's the performance variant of the Yaris, and uh, Toyota were interestingly doing uh, the first 1,000 vehicles at a reduced price of 39, uh, it was basically just under 40 grand on the road. Yeah, 39,950 drive away. Yeah, so we, we thought maybe, you know, 12 to 18 months, that's what Toyota uh, thought as well, but on day two, they'd already sold 560 units, uh, and now on day six or seven, they've sold out that um, allocation already. They did. They sold everything. It was a big surprise, I think, to everyone. Um, you know, I don't think they saw that coming at all. Um, they were saying, yeah, one year to maybe year and a half. Uh, that was a car yeah. advice article that I read, and it yeah. said it was, you know, sort of 12 months to 18 months before they think they'll sell. And, uh, yeah, one week, all gone. All gone. So, yeah, it seemed tempting, you know, for that, for that money to get a performance car like that with the, uh, what was it, you know, 200 kilowatt all-wheel drive, uh, bespoke body, um, you know, a, a torque split diff you can modify with the touch of a button we're a cool little car um, but what i saw today they've announced another hundred did you hear that i did see that five grain more you know five grain more yeah so i don't know i'm a bit bit skeptical were they thinking they can milk another five grand out of each unit and they just happen to find another hundred and then when they're gone do they happen to find another 50 and, and so on but, yeah, um, I, yeah i don't know about that because it's going to be hard to put the price back up um to retail like you've you've sort of set a precedence of um, selling them at forty grand, drive away, and then you know yeah. there's the next hundred people are going to pay five grand over the odds because you've set the price yeah. of the of what that car realistically can sell for, and they've proven they can do yeah. it. But is someone now going to go pay five grand more? Um, you can't buy them online for the next uh, one hundred cars. You do have to buy them from a dealership too. So oh, they're okay. saying so they've, if taken you're gonna, that, they've taken that down, have they? Yeah, yeah. Well, you, they've gotten to the 1,000. They're not taking any more orders online. Um, mm. So what you have to do now is contact the dealer or your preferred dealer. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, from there, basically, I don't know, it's 45 grand, 44,950. Is it negotiable? Yeah. I don't know. Probably not. Probably not, considering they sold out that quickly. And the money they put into uh, it, like Toyota was saying, it was it Sean Hanley was saying that uh, they put $10 million in it. Like ten thousand dollars per car with a thousand cars, so ten million dollars. 
and they've invested in it. And it's been great because you know what? It's created a lot of excitement. Toyota's been very yeah, boring. Yeah. yeah, you know, they've been boring for 20 years. Easy. You know, and they've yeah. said it themselves. Um, I worked with them for a long time and a lot, I enjoyed working there, but it wasn't an exciting brand. There was nothing really to hang around for. Um, and no. that's why I went to Subaru because I love the WRX. It was something that excited me. And that was my main reason for moving. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah amongst yeah, cool. other things, but that was the main reason to go to Subaru. Uh, but yeah. now this is probably the most exciting car. The Supra, yeah, great, but they're $100,000. Yeah, it's a lot of coin. It's a lot. Yeah, but this one here, affordable, all-wheel drive turbo. There's excitement around they're going to race the car as well um, in the WRC. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're back on track. They're going to do a Corolla next, right. from what I hear. They're going to do a GR Corolla. Um, I believe same engine and drivetrain, I'm hoping, manual drivetrain. Okay, that'll be good too. Bit, bit bigger and uh, Won't be as quick. a few more buyers. It'll be a bit, be as bit heavier. Be, but, yeah. And, uh, and we did say last week that we're doing the uh, the Rally Edition Yaris as well. So they're going to do another 250 cars, which are going to be a little bit more track-focused. Uh, oh, okay. Different um, differentials and suspension and whatnot, I believe. Yeah, correct. Different Yeah, different wheels as well, BBS wheels, um, different tyre okay. package and stuff. Um, but, yeah, yeah. That, that'd be nice. But, who, you know, who knows what they're going to cost. I haven't seen a price on them yet. But, uh, like, really, really surprised on how well they did, uh, like, one week. I was so tempted to do it. Like, and I'm glad they sold out that quick because I probably would have jumped at it. Um, yeah, I know we were talking and I thought, uh, I'm looking for a track car, but, you know, with COVID, it might not be the right time. But if it wasn't, I might have been down there as well. But Yeah, I was so close. I even bought a number plate just in case I wanted to sort of lock one in. <laughs> so I found a number plate and that spurred off a new hobby for the lockdown as oh, well. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I got a, um, I wanted a Japanese style number plate and I got AWD GR4. So all wheel drive GR4. That's good. Yeah, I thought it was a good number plate. Um, you know, I don't have a car to put it on now, so it's even going to go on the wall for five hundred dollars. Or I'll, I'll probably just sell it. I'll put them on to uh, a new hobby I've got. You've probably seen a few texts come through. I have. Yeah. <laughs> I've got an out of control. There's two things I'm doing. I'm even making number plates, trying to work out if there's one available on vicplates.com.au, yeah. or I'm on yeah. Mister Plates looking at what is for sale and how much a number plate is worth. Like now, I'm thinking, okay. is my is someone going to buy my number plate? and pay a premium on the number plate that I bought, you know, do I flip the number plate yeah. or do I hold on to it? Um, okay. So there's a website for that, is there? Yeah, so you go to Mr. Plates. Have you ever heard of mrplates.com.au? I've heard of the name, but I've never really gone on, on there to have a look. Yeah, so they've got uh, – what is it? I've got some stats here. They have over – they've sold over 20,000 number plates. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's number plates for everyone there. You know, there's a lot there. I found one for you as well. Uh, I haven't sent that oh, one to yeah. you yet. Yeah, I found a J, <laughs> JP072. <laughs> JP, there we go. Yep, uh, that's only $600. <laughs> and you've got to live in ACT because it's an ACT number plate. Yeah, <laughs> that one won't work for you. And I'll go to it now, Mr. Plate. I'll give you a little example of what, what plates are selling for. What do you think I could yeah. sell these plates for? What do you think they're worth? Uh, well, I think you can... You know, considering the car sell it that quickly, you probably could ask a premium, but you wouldn't. You couldn't ask silly money. No, I, I don't want to ask silly money. I, I'm not. I'm not a sort of person. I don't want to buy oh, them and yeah, take yeah. it away from someone who you know who bought a car and wants yeah, that true, number true. plate. Someone probably wanted it, and I've beaten to it. That's all that happened. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'll let you know what these ones are going for. Right, we got PTT nine eleven. This is a Queensland number plate. Um, this is yeah. almost as good as car sales, by the way. So <laughs> good fun. what does yeah. PTT stand for, 911? Porsche Twin Turbo. Exactly okay. right. How much do you think these yeah. number plates have been asked? Five grand. 
50. Add another zero onto that one. They're asking 50 grand. Now, you can ask what you want. <laughs> Whether someone's going to pay for it, who knows? Um, then what else have we got here? Da, 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 da. Let's go through. We've got number three, Tesla. This one's a Queensland plate as well. That's 10 grand for, for three Tesla. Yeah. Um, oh, here we go. Here's a good number plate for you. A9X 5 LTR for a Tirana. Tirana is expensive. And it says here, this plate won't go cheap and he's open to offers. So he hasn't even put a price on it. He wants you to make that choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, West Australia looks like you can, I don't know, put a sentence in your number plate. They've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, <laughs> <laughs> eight digits you can choose. <laughs> Victoria, yeah. we can only choose what, six. Six. Yeah, six digit plates. But yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun looking through it. Like I've been going through this and, you know, making number plates and there's a lot of, yeah. 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 Surprises me how much number plates are going for, or what people are asking for them. Yeah, I guarantee there'll be a few clog dogs on there for well, sure. Well, I'm probably going to sell mine because it's probably an expensive wall piece. So if anyone wants to buy them, you know, you're welcome to hit me up at What Open Throttle Podcast at gmail.com. Make me an Certainly. offer. 10 grand offers and above. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> Nowhere near. <laughs> uh, that's funny. But yeah, that was yeah. a bit of fun doing that during the week. But in saying that, yeah, I, I, the idea was probably to uh, – I really wanted to buy the car. I thought it would be a good car to get. Um, my only thing yeah. that's holding me back the whole time, and I think I told you this too, is I need a bigger car. Um, a three-door yeah. hatchback yeah. nowadays, you know, I'm 42 years of age. Uh, do I need a three-door hatchback? Probably not. I need, I've yeah. already got one. I need something bigger. Yeah, we'll see what happens to them in the future. Speaking of um, number plates, um, there's been a push – in some states, to um, ban or re- recall number plates um, that are, I mean, offensive number plates have always been able to be recalled, um, but now they want to recall any number plate that um, alludes to excessive speed. Oh, so like go uh, fast or something like that, anything that... Yeah, yeah, like, you know, quick, quick 911 or something, you know, or, you know, hot HS, you know, v or just, yeah, it seems a little bit ridiculous. Um, so one gentleman in Victoria had his, he's got an L, I think it was an LC Tirana, was pretty much a dedicated, you know, some of that drag car kind of thing. But um, his his rego was W E P N weapon, and um, got a letter from Vic. He's had the plates for ten years, mind you, and um, now after ten years, I say no, we want that plate back because it's promoting speed. Uh, weapon promoting speed. Weapon doesn't promote speed. Yeah, but where he, you know, takes the car to the proper track days and the events and stuff, and does it all on the track. But um, yeah, it seems a bit ridiculous. He's going through VCAT at the moment. He's on three AW as well on the radio, so. It just seems a bit ridiculous that those plates can get uh, recalled. I saw the one in New South Wales, and that was a bit different. Did you see oh, the that? Lamborghini? The Lamborghini? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was yeah. a leg opener. Yeah, <laughs> yeah leg opener. So I think he's a lawyer too. He was. He is a lawyer. So yeah. is he? has he had to hand them plates back? Probably not. Been a lawyer, he'd have a good uh, fight in his hands. Uh, yeah, it was in the process of the, the courts at the moment, I believe, that one. So did, did it get compensated? Did, did, did they go, look, we'll take your number plate off you. Yeah, however, here's the money you put down on it. Or here's what what it's worth. That probably the money, and it'd probably be just the money to, to buy it, which would be a lot lower than what you probably paid for it. Yeah, it'd be like 200 bucks or something they'll give you. It'd be the Vic Rhodes price of the, the plate, not the plate. You know, if you bought it on one of those websites, like you mentioned, for an inflated price, they wouldn't give you that. But it cost them nothing, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, who who make number plates? Are they still made in prisons? Is, is that like an old wives' tale? Uh, <laughs> I think it might have been a wives' tale. I don't, I don't think they are anymore if they, if they were. I found some old plates um, when I was cleaning out the room today, the spare room, and all, all the number plates, the personal ones, I think they've got the date stamped on the back. So I found, I had some on a, a five-litre hold and they had JMP 304, 
And yeah, they're made in 2002, that's all. So I had those plates for a while. And do you still own the yeah. number or does that disappear yeah. and go back into? No, no, no they're, they're still owned by me, the plates. So how many can you hold? Is in. there a limit as to how many you can hold? I don't know. You've, you've got to put them on retention at Vic Road, so I don't think there's a limit. Okay. I think so. You're just cleaning out a few bits and pieces. And there's a big, huge box to make some more room, so Kelly wanted to get rid of this big box. It had a few trinkets in it. Um, it was funny. There was a, an old uh, apology letter from an ex-girlfriend from like years and years ago. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's this? We're going from like the year 2000. Uh, I was 15. <laughs> she's like, oh, she's, she's apologising. You go, yeah, because I'm always right. Told you. <laughs> Do you remember what the argument was about? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I can't remember that. <laughs> Got an apology though, so it must have been big. It, um, it was funny. There was a bit of there was an old newspaper in this box too. I don't know why. Maybe it was just something of interest. But it was uh, 1997. This paper and it had a motoring section in there from 1997. Uh, so it had a few ads. Uh, the all new Hyundai Sonata. It says, um, "What a breath of fresh air!" But fresh is crossed out. It's got free air. That was the big marketing pitch. The car's got free air conditioning. <laughs> no more to pay. Twenty four nine ninety. Roll the no windows down. There's free air. Exactly. And back then, a three year hundred thousand k warranty is all you got on the car. There's still a few companies around like that now, isn't there? Oh, I don't know. Most people have a five to seven year warranty with unlimited k's or more than a hundred thousand anyway. Yeah, you'd like to think so. It was funny. It was the ads for the new uh, Toyota Paseo. That's uh, 21 triple eight. So they were doing the triple eight pricing even back then. Oh, they've been doing that for it's so it. long. What the triple eight? They think every Asian wants to buy a car with triple eight. And then they uh, yeah, <laughs> they crunch you anyway. They never pay it. No, no, they don't want to pay that. <laughs> they want to pay less than everyone. Everyone does. No one wants to pay. I don't know price. why we still do it. How weird is it? Yeah. But the fact you had to option air conditioning, I thought that was funny. Yeah. Well, when I went to Toyota, you had to install the aircon too. What? Yeah, so the car would come over here um, into Australia, all the import cars with no aircon. Uh, unless it had climate control, then it had to be done overseas. So you'd get a an import car, call it a, a Toyota Hilux, um, and yeah. you'd have to install a Denso air conditioner in, in the Hilux or car um, before delivery. Okay. So you'd have to schedule it with the pre-delivery. And they'd be like, oh, we haven't done that car yet. It's got to get aircon. That will take us a day to do aircon. Oh, God. Was it to fit? They just, um, did they just nip on or? No, no, no. It was a whole setup, like run the run the wires and the tubes and everything. But um, oh, I remember there was one day um, <laughs> a car came you down. Couldn't just, it, you couldn't just nip on a denso then. Nip on. Oh, yeah, right. I was <laughs> trying to think. Was there a little? You <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep cool? No, I, I knew it was there, but I I couldn't think of it, and I couldn't lose my train of thought either. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> sorry. All right. Where, do you know what nippon means? Isn't it the brand nippon denso? No, nippon is a word. I believe it means Japan. Oh, okay. Let me just uh, fact check myself. Hey, <laughs> fact check. Yeah, you sound like CNN. Man, I need fact to do it, check. mate. I'm I'm dribbling, dribbling rubbish. Hey, you have on. a look at that. In the meantime, there's an ad for the um, Honda Prelude back then in '97, forty-two thousand four hundred and seventy dollars. That, that's not cheap. Hey, I'll start again. I can't do two things at once. What What are you saying? Sorry, <laughs> I, I said start ad- again because I can't do this and listen to you at the same time. Uh, there's, a, there's an ad for the new generation Pro, Honda Prelude at the, um, back here in this paper from 1997, and the car features 143 kilowatts of VTEC engine, active torque transfer system, system, air conditioning with get this climate control, climate. twin airbags, twin airbags. ABS, sunroof and alloys, $42,470 drive away. 
Is that got the uh, four-wheel steering? It's the one after four-wheel steering. I think it's the one after. But this doesn't sound that cheap. How much was what it? You're talking well, well over 20 years ago, Forty-two grand. Yeah, Honda. Honda's pretty pricey, always have been. Yeah, so if you put it well, today, what you're getting today in cars, you're getting the aircon, you're getting the you know traction control and stability control and airbags and all that stuff, electric windows, and uh, overall the pricing doesn't seem to have gone up you know dramatically. I think what inflation has gone up and cars have stayed roughly around the same price. Yeah, there was a Hyundai Lantra here, twenty three nine ninety. I mean, you can probably get a similar Hyundai for not that uh, you know, not that much different these days. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, was it the i thirty were going out for about fifteen, sixteen grand. You know, a lot less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Japanese names for Japan are Nippon and Nihon. Okay. Probably sent them totally Nippon. wrong, but yeah, I, I thought I read that years ago. There we okay. go. What I was going to say is, um, I'm going to cut you off here again. <laughs> um, when we used to install, or when they used to install aircon, I remember a car came down and got put on the showroom floor, and um, we we heard this almighty noise and this massive amount of all the gas escaping from under the bonnet. Like it, had, oh, I think it's all high pressure. The hose wasn't clamped properly yeah. and it just let itself go on the showroom. Nearly oh, everyone no. in the showroom jumped. Like it was, <laughs> it was scary. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like um, Con Air, not Air Con, mate. <laughs> hang on, hang on. No. There we go. With <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage doing you. You, you, you don't stop until you get one of these, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, we've got it's that one out of the way for this week. Jeez. All right, we'll, we'll call our jets. <laughs> got a hard, you've got a hard jet. crowd tonight. I do. Tough crowd. Um, Hyundai, mm-hmm. not to be totally outdone. Looks like next year there's an i20, so smaller than the i30, of course. Um, but in Australia, we will be getting the i30N. So if you're already familiar with the i30N, uh, which was their first crack at like a bit of a performance, you know, Golf GTI rival. Which is a good little driver's car, and they sound good. I heard once they drive up the shops, it was crackling and popping as it was um, gearing down. Well, we the drove twenty. Yeah, sorry, I drove one when it first came out. Oh, okay, how did you get your hands on that? Uh, well, I worked for a dealership that had a Hyundai dealership next to it, and it was part of the same oh, business. Okay. Uh, so when it when it got off the truck, my boss took it for a drive. We took it for a spin around a block, and uh, yeah, pretty quick. And uh, rev good, matching, good <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, really good car, fast. Yeah. A good-looking car, so I think they've got it right there. Uh, but this will be like the uh, the little brother, the i20N. So I mean, it could be similar size to the Yaris. They, they're, they're saying it won't be, you know, um, comparable in power to the Yaris, but it'll, it'll probably pack you know, 150 kilowatts or so, and it'd be well under that 40 grand mark. So that's probably a good little driver's car too. No, I think it'd be a good car. I think you're going to see a lot more um, turbo turbo hatchbacks coming out now. I think it's kind of hotted up. Over the last few years, like you've seen quite, quite a few yeah, already. Yeah. Like for a long well, time, right. they They're stopped doing it. Yeah. Well, that's right. Well, the, and the only one who hasn't, hasn't really come to the party still is Mazda. Yeah, no, nah, they've done nothing. They've, yeah, nothing Mazda's, really that, again, Mazda's another yeah. company that have gone a different direction. I think, you know, when it started, when SUVs kind of started to get bigger, all the companies mm-hmm. went towards SUVs because it was the biggest growing market. Yeah. And they've kind of forgotten about the excitement. There's a whole other generation of people that want, you know, fast hatchbacks, quick cars, sport cars, and there's a whole market there for it. They kind of all disappeared for a long time. Yeah. Not all. Some brands bloody, still kept them. Bloody SUVs. I had a quick look around today when I was out mowing the lawn, and I said pretty much every household has at least one SUV in it. I couldn't really see any. Ha- I saw one with a young couple who don't have kids. They've got um, a use and a, and a Holden Cruise, but there's no... Um, there's pretty much no house without an SUV that I could see. So 
you know, when you're driving down the road, it's, it's pretty much every second car. Or- oh, yeah, massive, massive growing market. You know, you go back to the RAV4. Was it RAV4? Yeah, RAV4 kind of kicked, kicked it, it off, didn't it? Didn't it really? Yeah, I think yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. started a revolution. <laughs> um, you heard of a new branding, GMSV, so General Motors Special Vehicles. Right. Uh, that's the brand that they'll be rolling out uh, in Australia. The new Corvette. Uh, towards the end of the year to replace, uh, well, effectively as the Holden name is retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at 40 to 60 dealers across the country here, uh, most of them ex-Holden showrooms, of course, and they'll be selling the um, the Silverado range of utes and, of course, the all-new Corvette. The C8 Corvette is in this one? It is, yes, yeah, C8 Corvette, the eighth-generation Corvette. And there'll be a factory right-hand drive, so there won't be any local conversion like there is on the, uh, the Silverados. They've been talking yeah, about it for a problem. long time, but they finally released it. Is that what you're saying? They've already said they're doing it? Uh, yeah, I was just reading about it. That's what they're doing. But it won't be until late 2021 for the Corvette because of some um, emissions testing that is holding them back. They have to get that sorted out first. What could be different with emissions compared to America? Uh, I think it's the, the car's European emissions that they have to work on first okay. before they get it, you know, before they finalise it all. So be a petrol particulate filter, you know, they'll shove it in. Could be. Yeah, yeah. probably. Because they've done it in Europe in a lot of cars. Well, that's true, yes. Yeah, it's pretty complicated on the petrol engine to do it. What do you What do you think? Do you reckon they'll sell plenty? I don't think they will. I mean, the Silverado's been out here for a while already. Well, I'm not sure. I see a lot of Dodge Rams on the road, so they're selling quite a few. Um, just depends how they price the Silverado. It's not a bad-looking uh Pickup truck, I guess. Uh, not my kind of thing, but if you're looking, if you need something to you know, tow heavy loads, it's probably comfortable, um, powerful. It's probably not a bad way to go. We had one in at work, didn't we? What was that one? That was a Dodge Ram. That was a Dodge Ram. That was like a twenty five hundred or something, wasn't it? Yeah, I couldn't believe that's popular. Like just to move the thing, it's got the, the old column shift. It just feels <laughs> like driving it. I had to back it into the corner spot. Yeah, I yeah, had to do it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How'd you get up in there? Oh, uh, me, mate, I'm, uh, <laughs> I had my Sorry. baby seat in there, my high seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, like, I don't mind driving the big cars. I've driven a few of them over the years. Um, yeah, 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 like I've got to sit up a bit, <laughs> sit forward. They probably drive right on the road, but um, yeah, unless you really had to, you know, commercial use for it or something, I mean, geez, why would you bother? No, I think if you need it, like a horse float. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, it tows what, they tow eight tonne maybe? Yeah, they tow a fair bit, so. I'm probably way off with that, but, you know, it's about there. Yeah. <laughs> Back check. No, let's have a look. Um, speaking of uh, other uh, SUVs, pickups, the Ranger Raptor. I see a few, quite a few of those on the road at the moment. I think they have a 2.1-litre turbo diesel. Uh, the thinking of a newer version may offer here in Australia, perhaps. A 3-litre V6 twin-turbo, and um, the outputs are pretty good. 300 kilowatts and 560 neutron bombs. That's a petrol one, isn't um, it? A petrol one and get the a ten speed uh, auto transmission. Wow! So I've I've ridden Malvern Stars bicycles with uh, less gears than that. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, that's uh, ten <laughs> speed, didn't it? You might as well have a CVT. Um, yeah, not really a fan of a CVT. I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of the cars have got nine speeds now, and they're, and they're quite good. I mean, Kelly's car, the Equinox, the the family runaround, that's a nine speed transmission, but it's really, it's actually a really good transmission. How do you find it? Like, does, does it? I've never, I don't think I've driven a nine speed. Does it change all the time? Is it always sort of no, going up and down or hunting for gears? No, it seems pretty seamless to me. If it was hunting up and down, you know, I'd, I'd be getting rid of the thing. But no, it's, it's a really the thing that they've um, done a great job. That GM was that nine speed box, and they've got. Um, quite a bit of praise for it over the, the motoring press and whatnot. But, it, yeah, it does seem like a really nice nice gearbox. I'll have to drive one, see what it's like. Drive something with more Even the old gears, Merc. Yeah. 
even the old CLS has got seven speed and that's um, 13 years old now. Have so you, not a bad box have you seen a Mercedes, uh, was it GLB? Uh, I've seen bits and pieces. I don't know about that. What what What's the point of that? You've got GLA, you've got GLC, you've got GLE. Seven-seater. So it's a smaller seven-seater. Um, it looks kind of weird. Oh, that um, yeah. So they've got three rows of seats. Um, they start from about 60000 plus on-road costs. There's three different models. Um, okay. You know, but they kind of, and I'm going to say it, they kind of remind me of like a, a London taxi. And, and the reason yeah, I say that looks, is. It looks like a, um, yeah. They've got really tall windows. Like the windows are like thought, yeah, the, the yeah, body so ratio like to a, windows is too is too off. It looks like a really mature um, Nissan Cube or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like a little. Yeah, it does. It's it's quite odd looking. But even inside, like you've got the usual um, what is it? The iPad, the long iPad on the front instead of yeah. your, your your normal cluster. Um, but yeah, the yeah. car looks dated. It looks kind of retro look on the inside. You've got three aircon dials in the centre or aircon vents in the centre, and below it yeah. you've got your climate control. Looks like an old radio from the fifties. Like, oh really? Yeah, it's really <laughs> weird. Like I don't know if you can have a look at it now while I'm talking. Have like, a look. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, have a look. GLB. Oh, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got like a yeah three different motors in them depending on what level you go. It's, it's kind of kind of a weird one. I don't know why they need it. Maybe just to get a niche market for seven seater. Oh, look at that rear door. How it kind of curves up. That's just yeah, it's a very odd looking car. It looks like an old uh, a London taxi, like the Hackney carriages, like the new yeah, models. I don't know why. Why would you just get the GLC and, and be done with it? Well, the GLC is only a five seater, though, isn't it? I guess so. Yeah. So they've they've got a car, and now is it the size of a GLC? I haven't seen one. I think they're smaller. It looks smaller. Yeah, I think they're smaller, but they're sort of tall body, um, which makes it look odd. Yeah, surprisingly boxy GLB wants a slice of the X1 Q3 market. The Q3 is a much better looking car, especially in the sportback version too. Yeah. It looks like a baby uh, uh, Lambo. Well, they've definitely chosen function over style um, with the GLB because it doesn't look good. It's probably a practical car. I mean, years ago I had a, um, a, B, a B class, uh, but that was a, like a work car. But that was great. You could fold the seats down. I think one Christmas I could fit a barbecue in the back, uh, an outdoor heat lamp. You can fit so much stuff in there. It was really good for a practical point of view. But this, uh, yeah, if you're going to get a practical car, then you worked for Mercedes, didn't you? Money. You worked for Mercedes years you ago. Did? Okay, tell yeah, me this, right? Yeah. I remember back in about the year 2000, I was working at Stratfield. I I had to put a um, some I don't know audio or phone, probably a hands-free kit in a car because it never came in a car yeah. at that point. Uh, it was a Mercedes Benz. It was like a small A-class. Like a, it looked like an SUV, but it was manual, but it was no clutch. You had to just go. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. What the hell was going on with that? You know, that's the A class. You know what they called the gearbox? No. A fun shift. <laughs> called it, a fun shift. It was the weirdest A-class thing I've ever driven. Sh- yeah, um, yeah. Ugliest looking thing you've ever seen. And the, yeah, yeah, that weird manual with no clutch. I, I couldn't get my head around it. It was kind of why? Yeah, why a few, bother? A few, a few warranty claims on those. But yeah, you have to manually change it. And then you have to be pretty gentle with it too. But yeah, it was a, it was a strange, strange idea. You had no clutch pedal at all, um, but you still had to change the conventional manual gear stick and you had to change like a... Yeah, it was an yeah, old one. I remember that. I've only ever seen one. That was it. That's the only one I ever saw. Yeah, the fun shift. I mean, great marketing there. <laughs> <laughs> They've definitely changed a bit now, haven't they? They have, yeah. yeah. I'm not shitting on Merc today, but uh, yeah. No, I, mean, no, I like no. Merc, but... Yeah, clutchless manual. Yeah, it was a weird one anyway. Definitely a weird one for sure. Um, have you heard of the Porsche Impact Program? Um, I only re- read briefly up on it before. Um, so how does that work? It's carbon. It's a carbon offset program. Is that right? That's exactly right. So what they're doing is uh, Porsche Australia have announced that you can go on their website onto a online calculator um, and you can yep. offset your carbon footprint 
based on the amount of kilometres you do and what the fuel economy of the car is. So if you bought a 911 and you want to pay to yep. offset your carbon footprint, you can do it and you can donate that money uh, to a couple of causes that they've done or that they're sort of, okay. yep. yeah, so you can donate to it. Now they're doing it with their own cars, their company fleet cars, a driver training program and also the press cars. Um, they're donating okay, the money um, to offset all of that as well and to kick off a couple of these uh, programs. So it's actually really good. Uh, idea. You know, I think I read the article today. It was about one hundred and seventeen or one hundred and twelve dollars uh, for fifteen thousand yeah. k's a year or twelve thousand k's a year. So it's not a lot, but it's enough to go. You know, guilt-free yeah, motoring. It does it up. Yeah, well, they're they're um, hugely green in their factories overseas, like their Leipzig uh, production, which does Macan, Panamera, and a few other models. Uh, won some awards last year for the, one of the greenest factories around, and uh, there's sometimes. The generator actually puts back into the grid. Um, have you heard about the Tesla Model S uh, Plaid Edition? Is it plaid or plaid? How do you say it? It's, a, it's like the old know. plaid pattern, uh, but is it plaid? I don't know. It's a reference to Spaceballs movie. That, oh. The old Spaceballs, Mel Brooks movie, that had ludicrous speed. Yes. So that's where they get the ludicrous mode from. Right. Yeah, the Mel Brooks, it's funny, and they're out in the desert. He goes, Cold in the desert, and he gets a massive comb. Yeah, well, I don't think I've ever seen it, though. I've never seen it. Oh, you've got to see You've got to have a few drinks and see it. And he goes, you found anything, Bus? He goes, no, we ain't found shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's Rick Moranis and a few, John Candy. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, Rick Moranis was from Ghostbusters, wasn't he? He was the uh, the gatekeeper or whatever. Oh, he's in a few movies, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, that's right, other. yes. <laughs> Rick Moranis. But he was the captain on the ship. <laughs> yeah, all, all I remember from that movie is whenever I saw it, it was uh, a Darth Vader hat, which was like oversized. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and that's all I've seen. I don't know anything about it. I've never watched it. I don't, yeah. Oh, you got to see it. We'll right. I'll goes, watch um, it. So then we'll find out what it's called: plaid or played. Yeah, because I need someone else to command the ship. He goes, "I'll do it." Major asshole. And he goes, "Major asshole." Is that your name? He goes, "Yes." And he goes, "I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes." <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like that. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, no, I've lost it. There's a there's a comedian. It seems like Nielsen. Um, What's his name? Leslie Nielsen. Le- Leslie yeah. Nielsen. It's like it reminds yeah, me of yeah. like a Leslie Nielsen type humour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, an, it's an acquired taste. Yeah, the controls are jammed, and there's like actually strawberry jam coming out of the controls on the ship. Yeah. Did it ever yeah. go to movies? Probably straight oh, to I video. Don't know, actually, no, it's probably big. I've probably watched it a few times over the years. So, how did we get on to Spaceballs? Because of the modes and the uh, <laughs> Tesla. There you go. Box office twenty two point seven million. There you go. Wasn't the not the DVD. Not straight to DVD. Yeah, well, would, that would have been before DVD. That would have been video straight to VHS. Not 1987. Yeah. <laughs> You're going back a long time. <laughs> is it really that old? Yeah, that's how old that movie is, yeah. Oh, wow. So but, the um, uh, Tesla Model S played or plaid. Plaid or plaid or whatever it is. Anyway, uh, I think you must have got a beanie spot at old uh, Elon with the, the Taycan you know, coming out with the dual motor car and taking the uh, Nürburgring lap record for you know, electric vehicle, uh, you know, production, four-door electric vehicles. So he's got this new Model S. Uh, so he's put three motors in it instead of two. And it's faster than a P1 McLaren around the Laguna Seca. Wow. So it ran j- just over one minute 30 around the track. Um, not to 102.1 seconds. A quarter mile in nine seconds. And the, the kicker is that the, he's claiming a battery range. There's some new battery technology they're releasing next year. So you'd expect with this level of performance a low battery range, um, but uh, Elon is claiming 840 k. Wow. It's uh, 1,100 horsepower or uh, 820 kilowatts. 
I, I know there was a uh, press conference from last week uh, regarding batteries for Tesla. I didn't stay up and watch it. It was the middle of the night. And, okay. But I think they were doing an announcement in some new batteries they're working on. All right. Uh, like with bigger cells that <clears throat> they've got instead of the smaller cells that they've been using up until now. Um, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it probably probably holds true with what he's saying. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So have they done a Nürburgring pass yet? Have they done a couple of laps of that? I'm not too sure because um, I think the last one they had around there got taken off on the tow track. Um, yeah, I don't think they've completed one <laughs> up until well, now. That's probably, why, that's, that's, probably, that's probably why they used um, Laguna Seca as an example because it's a short lap. I mean, one minute 30. As opposed to doing lap, a whole Nürburgring. So, Nürbur exactly right, which is obviously, you know, anywhere between six to ten minutes. Um, mm. it's, a lot, it's a lot longer to, to be going harder. Yeah, it'd be good to see. So they're going to sell these cars too, or is it just going to race it just for the sake of saying that they beat other car brands? Well, no, he wants to bring it out as a, as a model um, next year, and it'll be around 200, and, well, in Victoria, about 255 drive away. It's going to compete with a Taycan then on price. Yeah, it's a bit dearer than the Taycan 4S, yeah. but it's cheaper than the Taycan Turbo, and uh, that level of performance seems pretty full on. So, How many cars do you think Tesla has sold uh, in Australia since I've been out? I saw it today. Uh, I, saw I, did read, I did see it. I saw it before as well. Ah, yeah, you saw the same thing I did. We're looking at the I same did. stuff. <laughs> Was it 10,000? Yeah, they've nearly hit 10,000 because of uh, what the Model 3 is sort of put oh, them okay. ahead. Yeah. I wonder if there's still a long waiting list on that car. I don't think there is. I think it's pretty quick nowadays. No? Uh, I think production is well and truly up, um, unless you know anything different to me. Okay. Do you know what it is? No, no, no. Yeah, no. I, I wouldn't have thought it was a long time. I think they've sort of caught up with supply. Yeah. Now, are, are our cars still made in – are they made in China? I think they are, the Model 3s. I think our, our cars are all made in China too. Well, okay, I'm not too sure. No, it's saying uh, China is for, only, is for only their own market. Okay. So ours are made in Fremont. Is it Fremont uh, over in California? Oh, right. Yeah, I, I always thought they were saying that the cars for Australia being right-hand drive were made in, in China, but maybe that's for only their own market. Bit oh, okay, domestic, yeah. 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 Have you seen on carsales.com uh, the new lowest car? We've got a new one. Have we? Yeah, we have. It's nothing special. <laughs> so don't tell me the day where Landos has finally sold. No, it hasn't sold. It's still there. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's come in and undercut him. Now there's a there's a wrong ad. There's a Corolla there, 2012 Corolla for thirty four dollars. But I think they've missed a few zeros. They must have missed it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But but the the real lowest car is a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. Do you know what a hundred dollars gets you? No. What does it get you? A Mahindra Ute. What is a Mahindra? <laughs> it's an Indian Ute. <laughs> Not running. Doesn't work. It's probably, you know, I mean, they could probably send it again to a scrap heap and get more money than $100. Yeah, yeah. And it's in New South Wales. Okay, so what are the features they're saying in the comments that they sell this car for $100? Okay. How are they going to earn my hard-earned $100? All right, let me get you the comments, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll find it. the comments. Okay, the, yeah. the ad says 2010 Mahindra Pickup, P-I-K-U-P for pickup. Oh, yeah. Um, yep, yep. I don't know if that's what it is actually called. I don't know. It's a 4x4 MY10 dual cab. It's so not that old. No, 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 not that old. Okay, comments. Not running, wrecking, engine blown, back tyres hardly used, rear diff recently replaced. That's it. That's it. Yeah, and that was from a guy called Mark at Murren Bateman in New South Wales. So if you want to buy it, $100 gets you that. That's cheap. And a brand new rear diff. Can you probably sell that for more than $100? <laughs> I think he needs to send it with scrap. I don't know why. You advertise it for $100. 2.5 yeah, litre diesel. Kilometres, doesn't when you, matter. 
where do you even get parts for a, a Mahindra Ute? Never heard of it. Um, is there an Indian eBay? What do we got? <laughs> Alibaba. That's in India, isn't it? Some of those. No, it's Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen his photos here. He's got a, a 12 wrapper and a stickers wrapper on the floor. Uh, a 12. So somebody actually bought a 12. Yeah, but it's, it's not your regular 12. It's a, it's a king size. This is like a nappy. There's a nappy size. on the floor too, isn't there? Oh, no. I don't know. It looks like a red rooster receipt. <laughs> it's a zip tie, so it's probably held something together. Maybe that's why the engine's blown. The zip tie has come off. Yeah, I haven't heard much about Mahindra, I'll be honest. Yeah, it's probably a good reason too. <laughs> Insurance on that $100 car, though, is $613 a year. Is it? Yeah. So you could buy six of them a year. You could just replace it. Well, here's a power output. 79 kilowatts this car's putting out. <laughs> that's a powerhouse. You're not going to get any, any speeding fine. That's good. Uh, Lanos is still on there for 350 Was it always 350 Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was always 350 but according to the ad, they've reduced it from uh, uh, 600 Oh, yes. <laughs> and they're only slightly <laughs> negotiable. I love it. Oh, I love slightly, I love looking at this slightly. stuff. <laughs> I haven't got much room to move from $300. Oh, maybe, like, I don't know, you make it 349 3 Series is not bad. BMW 3 Series on there, 590 bucks manual. That's a 318 IS. That's a twin cam one, the IS. Oh, yeah, so that, the, the white one on there. Yeah, let me find it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 325,000 Ks. The selling is as is because they're going away on Saturday. Where are they I going? They Again, are. where are they I going? I don't think they are. No one's where going, going on Saturday. Andrew from the where Rang, we're calling you out. <laughs> I'm calling you out, Andrew from the Rang. You're not going anywhere Saturday. We're calling me out. Here we go. There's a nice one. 1990 Nissan Pulsar Vector N13 Auto. Remember those? Yeah. This one's got a caravan on the back, is it? He's not towing a caravan on the back, is he? Is he? Or is he just parked it? Hang on, let me see. I can't see. No, no. no he is, he's not towing a caravan. Nah. Yeah. He just parked it right up close to it, so it looks like that. Uh, that's funny. Well, that's not bad. That's not a bad rocket. 650 bucks. Yeah, but he thinks uh, he's pretty sure it's a head gasket. It's got something wrong with it. No, really? Yeah. He's... Oh, your comments. Pretty sure head gasket. <laughs> Otherwise, the car's useful for parts. And look at this. It's got five new tyres. What do you do? Put one on the roof? Five new tyres he's got. Uh, all right, get this bit. The odometer, approximately 200,000 kilometres or less, as it stopped working about 18 months ago, stuck on 178,000. <laughs> <000. laughs> yeah, What's maybe it? this is not such a good buy. Yeah, it's probably not such a good buy after all this one. <laughs> it looks good from afar, but it's probably far from good. Oh, what about this one? Here, here you go. Italian. Get this one. 2003 Alfa Romeo 147 Twin Spark 02 model, $700. Yeah, no. Only 100,000 Ks? Yeah. Why is the engine cover in the back seat? Because <laughs> it needs a new Other engine. the pictures, the yeah. engine cover's in the back seat. The thing's knackered. Yeah, it says, says in the comment, car needs a new engine, won't start. Motor's in the back. <laughs> no one's going to even take it for free. $700, right? Two spark plugs and a silverboard engine. Twin. That's funny. You could do better with Same your seven hundred dollars, can you? You could. You could really could. We're here, nineteen ninety Honda Accord, seven hundred bucks manual Honda Accord. And it's got two brand new tires, four brand new tires, literally in the back seat of the car. <laughs> it's sitting in the back seat of the car. That nice blue velour crust trim. He's put four brand new tires onto the fabric. I like the way the people the in this in this price range they always put the selling features in the back seat of the car. They put the yeah the engine uh, in the, the back seat, yeah. the tires in the back seat. <laughs> This car, this car actually looks tidy. You see the white one, Honda Accord manual, seven hundred bucks. I oh, know the AU Falcon. AU Falcon fans will be uh, will like this one. As a nineteen ninety nine Ford Falcon Forte, seven hundred dollars. Yeah. So they've got a big following because nobody nobody liked yeah. the car. 
we, dro- we drove we <laughs> we drive it on the farm no rego last rego was four years ago good farm car or park have you got a farm no i don't have a farm oh damn no good for you then i've been told to been told to calm one calm your farm a few times yeah but i'm like i don't have one to calm anywho <laughs> anywho what a shinner shit box <laughs> So there's no real bargains this week. I can't see any real bargains. Nah, you got a 2001 Outback for $750. I'm not looking at it yet, but that'll have a, uh, a head gasket issue. All right, that was me. That was all I got. That's all I got. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. Um, if you want to contact us, contact us on Wide Up and Throttle Podcast at gmail.com or if you want, go to our Instagram page, Wide Up and Throttle Podcast. And, um, Correct, yeah, Wide Up and Throttle Podcast or can- Insta. And then send Jake your questions over there. He's always happy to help and talk. Uh, if you're buying yep. a car, he wants some info. He'll <laughs> 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 be your personal car buying uh, expert. Good on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, thank you for um, obviously listening to our podcast. Um, it is getting better and better. We're, we're not. Well, I'm not. Um, but it is getting better every week. Um, yeah. You know, last week was amazing. Hopefully we can do the same again this week coming up with the views and uh we'll see you next week we will certainly will all right beautiful